All right, welcome to episode 26 of Nurma Nurma. In this episode, we talk a lot about Paris Hilton. She has a new documentary that came out. We all watched it. We have some feedback, some thoughts. We talk about the Free Britney campaign. I think it could be useful for somebody, especially if you've seen the hashtag, but don't know the whole crux of the biscuit and you don't necessarily want to spend hours and hours learning about it, as I once did. It's a... I had a lot of fun recording this episode. We get on soapboxes a couple times. It should be noted that at the time of the recording and probably also at the time of the release, we do not know who the 2020 election of president results are just yet. So I just wanted to note that. The other thing I wanted to say is that at one point in the episode, I say something about how um, I'm disappointed that people easily bought into the idea of Paris Hilton being stupid when she portrayed that on The Simple Life. And um, I've been thinking about it a lot since we recorded it about a week and a half ago. And I also realized that um, Tyler, the creator, was easily... People believed him when he said he was a murderer and a rapist really early on. And that was also a character he was playing, kind of like how Paris was a character. But people believed it. And on the one hand, I think that people should believe what you're saying like it's not unusual that if someone acts stupid you think they're stupid or if someone says they're a rapist you think they're a rapist I don't think that's unusual the thing that does get me is and Alexis helped point this out to me that cannibal corpse meme where the cannibal cannibal corpse guitarist (laughs) has they found a bunch of firearms and skulls in his house when all of the cannibal corpse songs are like I have guns in my house and I have skulls and all this stuff. And everyone just assumed that he was, like, playing a character. Like, oh, that can't be true. So I think all I'm trying to say here is we believe what we want to believe. And we want to believe that the blonde girl celebrity is stupid. And we want to believe that the rapper is a rapist and a murderer. And we want to believe that... (laughs) the white guy playing in the band actually doesn't have anything scary going on. And I'm not intellectually or morally above any of this. I've held those opinions about Paris and about Tyler at some point. It's just something that's been on my mind. So yeah, with that said, enjoy the episode. Okay, so I need to give a disclaimer here. As usual, I'm the one with the least knowledge probably on this topic. However, I was like five minutes into the This Is Paris documentary as I'm drafting out some of my thoughts on what I wanted to talk about today. And I was like, did Paris create, like, was she like the OG Kardashian? And then like 10 minutes into the episode, Kim Kardashian is standing there with her and is like, she's the reason I like got into reality TV. And so the answer is yes. And I didn't even know that. I literally didn't even know they like knew of each other. I know so little about Paris Hilton. It's painful. Kim was Paris's assistant. And wow, they were like moving up. Good friends. Yeah. Uh, Simple Life was the first type of reality show in that style of just kind of like celebs doing weird stuff, I think. Also, it was the first time like you really, really went into like a celebrity's life. Simple Life predates the Kardashians. And also paved a road for it by a 
So Simple Life was her reality TV. See, I'm already learning something. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw it, I was like, this reminds me, like, the graphic of it reminded me of, like, Degrassi or something. Do you know what it's about? No. I know nothing. Her and Nicole Richie. Do you know who Nicole Richie is? I know of Nicole Richie. Her and Nicole Richie are best friends. Nicole Richie's Lionel Richie's daughter. Nicole Richie died. Did she not die? That's Anna Nicole Smith? She died. R.I.P. Maybe. So Nicole Richie uh, and Paris are best friends. They have been for like their since they were children. Wait, is that the girl in in her This Is Paris documentary that's like her self proclaimed person that knows the most about her? No, I think that was her sister. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, that was her sister. So she got signed on when she was like first starting out like her career, I guess. And like just was doing like she would go out. She was the first person to like go out to get paparazzi photos to make a name for herself. Like the Kardashians did that early on. Like they would go out places where they knew paparazzis were going to be just to get their photo. And they would go out with like new clothes and stuff just for that purpose to get like famous basically and make money. Okay, and I I need to also understand. I should this is something I should like already know just from being American. But how do paparazzi get paid? They sell them to like magazines and websites and stuff. Okay, so maybe I already knew a little bit. I just didn't have it confirmed. And Paris Hilton was the first person who was able that a paparazzi could make a living off of selling one picture of her. So they would get in like fist fights trying to get pictures of her because you could get like 50 grand for one picture. So she was getting like a name for herself and they offered her Simple Life. I think that's how it went. And basically she invited Nicole Richie. And so they're supposed to be like these basically dumb blonde celebrities who never had to work a day in their life. And they like put them into like working families and like make them work and make them like go to Walmart and like make them clean and like see what an average American lives like. Make him go to Walmart. I really like that part. Yeah, like, that's an episode. And Paris is like, what's Walmart? (laughs) But turns out it was all an act. She totally knew what Walmart was, and she totally knew how to clean. But she fooled all of us for decades. Did you guys watch this growing up? I watched it as an adult. I watched it a little bit. Like, I definitely knew her being... So how does Paris Hilton make money on paparazzi taking pictures of her? Just getting more famous. Yeah, I think she just gets more fame. Just, yeah. Okay, yeah. just the exposure. At this point, she can probably sell social media posts easily. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But I don't know how back in the day it would be done. I think she was more at war with the paparazzi. Kind of. Like, how much do you think her cameo would be worth? A million dollars. Her DJ sets are a million dollars. A million dollars! Can you imagine making a million dollars on any one thing? Or really just a million dollars, period? Unreal. Talk about... I was going to say knowing your worth. I don't know that any human is worth that much, but the fact that she has just been like, no, nah, I'm going to set my price and I'm going to stick to it. Still makes money. Well, her, it's great. Her goal in life is to be a billionaire. Okay. Yeah. I caught that and I like didn't watch too far past that, but it kind of made my stomach sink a little bit. Like the fact that she doesn't feel happy with her $300 million and is like, I will only stop when I, I there's a part of me Why? that really, really fucking respects it. Because a she do dollars is not she's a like, little bit. I don't know. I respect that she's going for it. I would have less respect if I found out she was like embezzling or something. But the fact that it's straight up just like these thousands of dollars of three sorry, these thousands of products that she's making and like going to these events like right. 
she's definitely making, earning it. Making it's more DJ of just sets is life about like, that. She's created an entire empire, and her goal she has an actual end goal for it. I respect that because I don't think a lot of people do with it. I felt bad because she. What was her first goal? Like a million? Was it just a million, or was it like twenty million it, or something? I don't remember what it was. It might have been like fifty million. She had a first goal. Yeah, and she met that, and I felt sad because she was like, that didn't make me happy, so now I had to set a new goal, and then I'll be happy, maybe. Like, when she said that, I was like, that's, you're not going to get happiness from that. You'll get a billion dollars from getting a billion dollars. That's the thing is. So, Nikki, (laughs) it's funny that you only watched the first 30 minutes of it, because it's not the worst, but the whole point of the documentary towards the end ends up getting pretty pretty dark and i guess when they started making the documentary it was literally just supposed to be like the original social influencer what's your day-to-day life like just interviewing her but then it gets really dark about how she went to what is it called like a it was called it was called an provo school provo yeah provo canyon yeah which was like an emotional it it was called an emotional behavioral school or something like that and is it like a boarding school like that she lives there well uh it's supposed to be like a what would you call it inpatient probably yeah so she was like going out a lot when she was a teenager like going out to clubs and stuff and her parents didn't and she wouldn't stop they moved to new york city and she would not stop going out and partying mm-hmm. And she wasn't she supposed was like to. 16, 17. And she, like every year they would send her to different schools and I think she would just come back. Like she ran away from the school. Yeah, she would like, break out of the schools. Yeah. Also, nobody has known about this until she released it on the documentary. Yeah. She's, how old is she again? She's like 39. So she went to one of those schools and it ended up being like for almost a year until she turned 18. And it ended up being, like, a really, really, like, abusive, mentally, physically, sexually, like, to a lot of people who went there. That's so fucked up. Also, they literally kidnapped her to get her there. They didn't, like, drive her there because they knew she would run away. They had the people from the school pull her out of her bed in the middle of the night, and she was screaming for her parents to help, and they were just standing there, and she was confused. Side note, Drew Barrymore on, I guess she has a talk show? I didn't know that, but it's uh, she interviewed new. Paris. Her first guest, I think, was her ex-husband. It was the first time they talked, like, since their divorce. It was something real weird. Drew Barrymore is an interesting gal. She is interesting. But she interviewed Paris after this documentary, and she said that she also, her parents had her taken away in the middle, in the middle of the night and taken to a school. But she thought that the school was really helpful to her. And it just added baggage. It was sad. In the interview, because Paris at first like looked really excited, like, oh my god, another celebrity who's like experienced this. But then Drew was like, it made me better, blah, blah, blah. Could, do you feel the same way? And Paris was like, no. Like on the talk show, like yeah. mid interview? Yeah. That would have been uncomfortable to yeah. find out live. Yeah. It's given her like major like insomnia and like PTSD and all that. But. In what they would put them into solitary confinement and strip them of their, they would make them strip and sit in solitary confinement naked. And they were teenagers. Yeah, it was that's weird, really fucked up. That's and the really schools, weird. I think, still operate. Yeah, 
But they've is said her family really wealthy, or is she the first like ultra wealthy? She's person? related to the Hilton hotels. How did I not know that? Oh my god, that's like as basic as it gets. London Tipton in the in the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody is Paris Hilton. It's a Tipton hotel, and then it's London Tipton, but she's London instead of Paris. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I. I was wondering why oh you put God. Sweet Life in that. <laughs> I thought... You just broke my brain. I thought we all knew. <laughs> no. London Yeah, she's Paris Hilton. Doesn't she have a dog? The dog's name is Paris Hilton? No, 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 no. I wish. I'd be a little on the nose. <laughs> I know. I'm like... <laughs> I was like, you didn't catch that the dog's name is Paris Hilton? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, Tipton Hotel. It's like the same vowels. Before we get too far off the net worth comment about her having $300 million, I just want to tell you guys that that is 0.15% of Jeff Bezos' net worth. Not 1.5. Point point, like three decimals over, 0.15% of Jeff Bezos' net worth. That's fucking crazy. Because everyone knows Paris is a rich bitch. Mm-hmm. That is wild. So Jeff Bezos is like a rich That's bastard. So crazy. Times a million. Yeah, he only had a three-year head start to her, too, on his business. Jesus, fuck. Okay, so when she said that she has never been photographed wearing the same thing twice. Love that. I have to understand. How does she pack for her vacations? Or her trips? Because maybe she doesn't vacation because she's always working. She doesn't vacation. That was a huge part of it. <laughs> That's so sad. Okay, so how does she pack for her trips? Does she not pack and just like, or does she just like throw away the clothes once she wears them and then she brings back nothing? I don't remember if this was in the movie, but I know that like the Kardashians literally get like full clothing racks sent to their hotels and they're there when they walk in. What do they do with them when they're done? That's what I don't understand. People that, that's... 365 days worth of clothes every year of their life. Dude, more than that, because she changes clothes like every hour. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. That's I think so she wasteful. probably keeps some of it. She probably gives it to her friends. I only change my clothes like once every two, three, four days. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't change multiple times a day. I'll tell you that. I used to a little bit in high school, depending on what I was doing, but now I'm busy. Too busy to change my clothes. Did Paris Hilton create the selfie? Yes, pretty much. Yes. It's so wild. Like, I didn't even realize, like, as I've been watching the beginning of this, I didn't even realize how many things about social media she kind of started. She's the main reason people can have careers on social media. Yeah. It's definitely expanded now, because now it's, like, not all of it, but... The people who make, like, probably the most money on it do it from, like, creating videos about, like, whatever they create videos on. But, I mean, still, people make hundreds of thousands of dollars from just posting on Instagram and, like, getting sponsored. She also referred to social media influencing as, like, a monster that she created or helped create or something. So it's like she knows it's a problem. She's still contributing to it. Yeah, she feels guilty about it makes people feel like shit about their lives it's easy to confuse her for somebody who's like oh i'm 
better than you, but I think what she's actually trying to do, if her intentions are honest based on that documentary, is like, you can be happy and live life. Like, she's, I don't think she's trying to say, like, I'm the best and you should feel put down by my existing and wearing a new outfit every hour. I think it's like, you can get this if you want to. Which, I don't know if that's, like, entirely true, because she started out with money and, like, it's a whole thing. But I think it's an escape to be a voyeur in her life and let people do that all the time is a way for people to experience her life and still experience their own life or something. Also, when she was, like, in the school, she said that, like, she just kind of thought, what do I want to do with my life? And she just kind of envisioned her making her own empire and just becoming famous, doing these things and, like, basically created this character for herself. I think it's interesting that she has a character of herself. It's harder to see these days, like, what that, how many people that are influencers are doing that. Because a lot of them are like, this is what I'm actually like, or this is, you know. Like, what's a facade and what's actually them? Every single person that I know that, it, like, personally, who does any amount of influencing is very fake in their influencing. Like, no matter how hard they try to be real, they're not. They're, there's, like, a persona with it. It's weird. Dude, the persona could be, look how real I am. Sometimes, too. Like, I'm so honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, I've seen it's like, That's weird. Do you think she gets a free hotel straight stays? No, I think I think she has to pay. She walks in, her card gets declined. They're like, you're going to have to stay somewhere else. You have to go to Marriott. Sorry. <laughs> I also, I was glad that she got to address the sex tape. Because it blows my mind every time I hear about something like pre-social media before anyone famous had direct access to their fans. I feel like there's so much shit that was mishandled in the way that it was talked about. And the biggest one coming to mind is that when Lorena Bobbitt cut off her husband's penis and everyone was like, oh god, fucking crazy lady cut off her husband's penis. But like, the instant you hear that, you're like, hmm, was this man abusive? And of course he fucking was. But she didn't get to tell that story till like 20 years later because the entire world was like, oh, crazy woman cut off a penis. Anyways. Even like Rihanna and Chris Brown. Yeah. That was kind of like right before like the big kind of, I think, allowance of letting everybody tell their side. So I think there was at least a moment of like where everyone was like, well, what did Rihanna do? Right. She probably deserved to get beat. Right. Oh, Rihanna was talking to someone. You know, now everybody's like, fuck Chris Brown. But at the time, I remember people were like, well, what did she do? Yeah. When the woman is just completely battered. Yeah. So with Paris Hilton's sex tape, it was like, I valued her saying, I didn't need that to be famous. I was already making a plan on how to be super fucking famous, and I was going to do it either way. And releasing footage of me having sex without my consent is not a way for me to get famous, and I wouldn't have chosen that. So someone released that against her will? Someone that she had sex with, yeah, I think was dating? Put it online. Has that person been, like, sued? Yeah, I think they were dating. I'm pretty sure they were dating. I think it was, like, an actual ex. Dude, he was, like, applauded, and he went on talk shows and was like, obviously we were in love. I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, he was like, she was fine, was it then? Yeah. Like, he was, yeah, he was, he went on talk shows, like, he probably made a ton of money off of it. And then the narrative 
surrounding it was that she did it for attention. So I just, I, I value having that out there now because it's like, it all comes down to consent. Like, if a celebrity wants to consensually <laughs> release sexual footage of themselves, sure. But don't leak someone else's shit. I mean, it's the same with, right. like, Kim Kardashian's, too. People still equate, like, Paris and Kim, like, they say, like, oh, they just got famous off of sex tapes. But, like, they're not happy those things happened or came out. That's not how they wanted. And what a shitty assumption to be like, oh, they must love that. Like, what the? I just don't get it. That's so sad. Yeah. I also had this huge realization about, like, so Paris does DJ gigs and makes a lot of money. And at one point, she's, like, going to DJ some huge festival. I forget what it's called. Coachella? <laughs> no, it's, like, a EDM Ultra? festival, I think. Oh, it's called, oh, like, Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland? Something like that. Like, this yeah. huge EDM festival. Huge EDM festival. And she was talking about how people, like, this picture of a sound guy reaching up and turning up the volume on, like, her, I don't know what it's called, like, button and knob board. Soundboard? Yeah, yeah. On her DJ? Yeah, on her, yep. Some sound guy, like, reached up and just turned up the volume for a second, and the picture went viral, and they were like, Paris doesn't even do her own DJ sets, because it's standing there DJing, but then this guy is, like, touching the board. Oh my god. Do you think that's true, or do you think... I don't think it's true, but she was like, you're just so threatened by the fact that I totally do make my own sets, and, like, the way that she's obsessing over making sure her laptop stays open and, like, keeping the hard drive. Like, all of it is, like, I have no reason not to believe that she makes her own DJ set list. Talk about a set of, uh, like, skills and hobbies. Perfume, makeup, oh, also music. Oh, also, I've recorded some music. Like, it's it's so sporadic, but it's all profitable. People think that she can't do this stuff because they think that she's just a face and that she's just hot. But then at the same time, they want women to just be, they want women to be hot. But does that mean that they would also assume that a hot woman is stupid always? Like a larger cultural perspective? Do you think the dumb blonde narrative like started almost like with her and Nicole Richie? Yeah. Definitely. Sure. That's a contributor, I think. But I also am kind of frustrated that everyone assumed that was completely real and that there was nothing else, considering how much we assume fakeness from other people. Yeah. That also attributes to, like, oh, she just put out a sex tape because she wanted to get famous, but then also they won't let her DJ. Like, they still think that she's not capable of doing that, but she's doing that for fame, too. Yeah. Just unwilling to let her have a win that's actually hers. Is she really related to Marilyn Monroe? I don't know. I saw something that was like she found <laughs> that out through a 23andMe test. Yeah. Is she going to sing happy birthday to the president? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Is that genetic? Have you, heard, have you seen that video of Marilyn Monroe singing to the president happy birthday? Yeah, she sang happy birthday to JFK. It's really creepy. I became obsessed with it a few months ago. I don't know why or how. Paris has said that a psychic have said, like, to her family members that she was going to be... Wait, what is... Hold on. 
When I was a baby, a psychic told my grandmother that I was going to be one of the most famous and photographed women in the world one day. Other psychics have said that I'm related to Marilyn Monroe and things like that. So yeah, there was something that like psychics were saying it already. And then if you actually look up, Paris Hilton said she found out she is related to Marilyn Monroe and Britain's Queen Elizabeth after taking a 23andMe DNA test. In Cosmopolitan's coming April issue, Hilton said a psychic had previously told her she was related to Monroe. February of this year. Marilyn Monroe was the original Eminem. What's your... uh... That was not the name I was expecting. (laughs) How? Oh, just her initials. (laughs) Do you remember when Paris put out that single, Stars Are Blind? Stars Are Blind? Stars Are Blind in 2006. I remember when it was put out and the entire world shit on it. But I listened to it, like, a lot today, and it's such a good song. Where's the best place to listen to it? Is it a car song? Um, Is it a grocery store song? It would be like uh, if you were getting your hair cut, and, like, the person who was cutting your hair was dancing. That's such a specific description. That, kind of song. that was exactly what I wanted to hear. You guys... I didn't. So she began her career modeling as a child and signed with Donald Trump's modeling agency when she was a teenager. Did you know that? That's so yuck. What a fucking pervert. I always forget he dealt with models. He shouldn't be allowed near a woman. (laughs) He shouldn't be allowed near anybody with a reproductive system. Just maybe not near anyone. He should have a permanent social distance. Yeah, (laughs) we should put him. In isolation forever. Oh my god, I saw a video. I made this joke at the beginning of quarantine. I'm so glad someone actually executed. Somebody made a 12-foot diameter hoop skirt. 12 feet? Yeah, it's like a 6-foot radius on all sides. Oh my god. And it literally has wheels. That's incredible. I think I saw it on TikTok maybe or Facebook. (laughs) So anyways, get him one of those skirts. But it's like 30 feet. Yeah. In yeah meters, <laughs> thirty. <laughs> <laughs> to go off of uh, the media, just kind of making a decision about things. Britney, two thousand seven. Jesus fucking Christ, dude! I'm so mad. Yeah, Britney Spears shaved her head in two thousand seven. I can think of a lot of good reasons to shave your head. Shaving your head is cool now. Shaving your head has become a thing people talk you into in a 60-second video on TikTok. I saw... <laughs> Nikki pulls off her wig. <laughs> <laughs> Shaving your head is, like, something that sometimes your husband thinks would be a joke. And then, like, <laughs> you're eating breakfast. And <laughs> I saw a bald Barbie at Walmart. A woman really? Barbie. Yeah. that's. I didn't know that... That existed. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Barbies yeah. are getting more inclusive. Barbie has been jumping on it. I really like making statements to the little people in my life, really to their parents. I buy them like things that defy gender norms. You mean kids? Yes. <laughs> little people in my life. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. I like buying the children in my life things that kind of like cross the line of what's expected for their gender. Because that's such bullshit. Like, I I literally got one of my nieces, like, a baseball set for outside and, like, a kickball and, like, a few other things. And she fucking loved it. 
She loved it. The fact that when you walk in the toy aisle, it's so, I'm like getting on a tangent here. When you walk in the toy aisle, there's like an actual color separation. Indoor things are for girls and outdoor things are for boys. I'm obsessed with the toy aisles. It is weird that we're telling anybody to like focus on one thing. So yes, speaking of Barbies, I bought like a pilot Barbie. Not for myself, for a little person in my life. Oh, okay, that was mine. It would have been fine if you did. Yeah, I just don't feel like collecting Barbies. Yeah, me either. Not my not thing. thing. I know. I would never collect Barbies as an adult myself. Yeah, I bet you would never uh, create miniature. <laughs> I definitely didn't just them. decapitate eight Barbies like three days ago. That answers where you're getting the doll heads. So honestly, that's a relief. Because I thought you were just finding doll heads. Uh, no. The ones in the video are just heads. I was actually trying to take the arms off the Barbies I decapitated. I tried to buy just arms online. That seems like you're going to get some interesting targeted ads. Seems like a waste of money. You better do that in incognito. Oh, yeah, I do. In any event, (laughs) Britney Spears. Shaved her head in 2007. She always had a weave. She just wanted her haircut. Probably could have put on a wig. They could have also just let her do it, but they told her no. So then she drove to a random ass barber shop and shaved her head. Had them shave her head. They refused to. I yeah okay yeah 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 because the pictures are like her doing it herself right. Yeah, they refused to do it, but they gave her the clippers. Right, and then also her like actual oh personal stylist, I think, refused to do it, and that's why she I mean, even that went. That feels in like a that feels like a decision to me. That's not like a she's unstable and just also like, it's wow. just shaving your that's head. That's like a I have been built to my like brought to my breaking point. I kind of want to say fuck it to everybody's expectations of me. Like I am my own person, and I'm done with you guys. And now I'm going to take twenty minutes and drive to a shop. Do this. I don't know that this isn't like. Going into your cupboard and being like, I'm fucking done having hair and then chopping it off. And then it'd be one thing if it was, yeah, like there are definitely ways that that could indicate some sort of instability, but I think it was more like being fed up. She was put under a conservatorship in 2007. This has gained a lot of traction recently because there's a podcast called Britney's Graham where they would just go through and look at pictures from Britney's Instagram (laughs) and analyze all of it and be like, oh, she got that thing from Ross or whatever and like she clearly shops at target and they would just like have fun looking at it and then at one point she had stopped posting so then they didn't have any content because she had stopped posting and that was when she sort of recently put into a mental hospital i think it was like early 2019 and so then when that happened they started to look into this conservatorship that she was put under when when she shaved her head so after that they Said she was going to be under her dad's control for one year, which was during the circus tour. And then after that, she would be able to get all of her life back. But instead, they've renewed the conservatorship repeatedly. And now it's 13 years later, and she still doesn't have control over anything in her life at all. And so, like, her dad is in control of her finances, if she can drive, the medication she takes, absolutely everything. And she has no say in it. I can't even imagine the person I trust most in my life making all of those decisions. Absolutely not. Let alone a parent. No offense, mom. But nope. And she's an adult with children. The, oh, that's the thing that keeps freaking me out, dude, is that she's got kids because you forget it. 
because they have been so separate from her for so long. Also, an adult with children with, what, millions of dollars? It's not like she has trouble keeping up with finances. You know what I mean? And she's putting her kids in danger. Oh, she's buying underwear and only wearing it once and throwing it away. Look at all this shit that she's spending money on. Whatever, yeah. It's wasteful, but it's not you need your dad to be in control of finances or you'll go bankrupt. P.S. I feel like they should just let her go bankrupt if that's what she wants to do. Yeah, like she's an adult. Let it be her problem. All right, if, if, if they're not looking at her as a cash cow, then it's her problem and only her problem. But instead, they they put her under this control and she can't get her own lawyers or anything because it implies that she's too mentally ill to make any sort of decision on getting a lawyer or something. They've threatened with her with like stuff related to her kids if she does do something out of turn. I don't know. She has to do everything that she's told or she can't live her life. But my problem is either she's so mentally unstable that she needs to be under this control and then therefore can probably not work or she's well enough to go on multiple tours and have a Las Vegas residency that brings in a million dollars a night. Totally. One or the other. But like it's right. You don't get to do both. And a conservatorship is not meant for this kind of situation to my best understanding of it. I'm pretty sure it's for people who are so sick that they can't actually make right. decisions for themselves. Pretty- right. They can't like voice themselves. Or the elderly and they thing. can't like think about something even a little bit critically. Like she has opinions. Yeah. Has she been off of TikTok ever since that video holding the flowers and walking back and forth 17,000 times? Is there, I, I, here, let me. Oh, I don't know about a TikTok. Um, so first I'm going to say that TikTok has, like she has a video up on her TikTok where she's dancing and it is the actual video of her ankle breaking and you can hear the bone snap and there's nothing that makes me feel weaker been watching that video um the answer is no she has not posted ever since that she posted this in july july 2nd she said my florist surprised me today by making the flower arrangement all different colors just had to share and then she literally walks she walks into the frame holding a bouquet of flowers and then walks out and then walks in without the flowers walks out walks back without the flowers walks back and repeats that like 18 times keeps posing in front of the cameras like it's really bizarre and then people started looking at it more and they were like is she trying to get our attention because this is not just a little bit weird this is really weird and then in one of the previous videos she had a comment gain traction that they basically said hey if you need help please wear yellow and she's wearing a yellow top. She's had a few of those where they're like, wear red, wear a red top in the next video. One of the ones that really spooked me was where she's talking about horoscopes and her sign. And when she's like, I love freedom. I'd really love to be free. And just is like really focused on that. Oh my God. So where are we at within the Save Britney movement? Has there been any movement? So October 14th, Great news from court today. Judge Penny approved Samuel Ingham's request to add litigation counsel Loeb and Loeb to his team. This is a huge step in allowing Ingham to help Brittany fight for more autonomy, which he iterated again today was a goal Brittany has articulated to him many times. The back and forth between Ingham and Jamie's attorneys again was heated. Jamie's lawyers repeated 
repeated multiple times that the relationship between themselves and Ingham had been working well for 13 years, so they didn't see any reason to change things up now. Ingham noted that Jamie's team was so threatened by the prospect of Loeb and Loeb coming on that their petition to appoint Andrew Wallet vanished shortly after they found out about it. I Wow, I don't even remember what all these players, like who all, all, all of them are. And then we think it's sad so much of Britney's money has been spent on lawyers. And that's from the Britney's Graham podcast Instagram. I was looking at Britney Spears' net worth, and it's... I say only, obviously, I don't have this much money, so I can't really talk about it too much, but it's only $59 million. She's like the name. Britney Spears, the brand, makes money and not Britney Spears, the person. That's wild, though, because the brand is the person. Right. That's what, that's, yeah, it's fucked up. Kim? Today's National Black Cat Day. Aww. I was walking in my neighborhood a couple months ago, past a neighbor's yard, and I was like, oh my god, those two black cats? And then we were like, wait, there's a third. Wait, there's a fourth. And literally, we're standing there, and we're like, how many fucking black cats are there? We got, like, really confused. There were seven. What? I don't know how I wasn't abducted into space in that moment. Yeah. But there were seven black cats. I'm pretty sure a cat had just had a litter. Of all black cats? Of all black cats. That's crazy. It was pretty alarming. It made me feel really uncomfortable. I like black cats, but maybe not seven of them. No, yeah, that's... I understand why that would be alarming. (laughs) No, it was like just after sunset. Oh, man. Trevor Noah has this story in his autobiography where he got a black cat and he grew up in South Africa and they let it out during the day, the first day they had it. And when they came home, it was murdered. Oh, that's so sad. Cause of superstition. Because yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. People are weird. I understand I, being a little superstitious, but like murdering things. No, the black cat is a very superstitious but why, man? Well, little friend. It's yeah. Um, guys, I need to make a tie. I don't know how much you know about Lana Del Rey. However, when watching the beginning of this documentary for Paris, I saw something about how she like she grew up in a Catholic family, right? Like going to Catholic church. I don't remember. I felt like I saw something and I can't remember what it was now. Regardless, my main question is. Does practicing Catholicism guarantee you a place as a celebrity? Because it seems like maybe it does. So, all Catholics? (laughs) (laughs) Paris was raised Catholic. Just the uh, attractive girls. Okay. So, Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Thanks. All right. That was all I needed to know. Yeah. I've met... Multiple people as an adult who are, like, really subversive who grew up Catholic. Something about being raised Catholic and being raised with, like, a certain degree of, like, shame and whatnot forces people to break out super hard if they choose to do that. I think that's what it is. I really do, because I don't know why Paris Hilton and Lana Del Rey remind me of each other. 
but when I saw that tie, I was like, I feel like maybe this is a thing. Maybe this is a trend. Is there anyone else? John F. Kennedy. Let me look up. Famous Catholic people. Are you doing that in an incognito window? No, I'm doing this on my work computer. (laughs) I don't know why Google brought this to me, but it says women in Catholic Church, Adam and Eve. (laughs) What? Dude, Eve is famous as fuck. (laughs) That stunt she pulled with the apple and the snake. Fucking iconic. (laughs) Iconic. Broke the internet. Dude, they say, we're saying Paris is the first influencer. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's Eve. <laughs> pretty sure it was Eve. Pretty sure it was Eve. <laughs> and you got anyone else on that list, or just Eve? <laughs> uh, some famous actresses who are Catholic include Selena Gomez, Nicole Kidman, and Denise Richards. Mel Gibson. I feel like also. I knew he was Catholic. Wasn't he Jesus? Yeah, he was Jesus. Wait, why was he Jesus if he was Catholic? Wait, Catholics believe in Jesus. Never mind. Imagine being Jesus for a movie. <laughs> How do you get into character for that? Maybe watch interviews. What the? F- you think was he really method about it? <laughs> right, that's what I want to know. Was he like making? Was he doing carpentry at home? I could, I could dig that. <laughs> I want to see Shia LaBeouf play Jesus. He. Clearly knows how to get into character, so. What would he do tattoo-wise? What would he do a tattoo of? Oh, you mean would he add some? Yeah, or would he take them a all A crown? Off? A thorn crown? Probably a thorn crown. Yeah. Tattoo? Thorn crown? Wow, now I just want to see a movie where Shia LaBeouf plays Jesus. I think we should write him a letter, all three of us. When he gets three letters asking for the same thing, I bet he'll do it. Does he have a P.O. box for fans? <laughs> His new music video is so good. Oh, oh my god! Put me, gave me the feels. I can't believe I saw it three days after it came out. I was disappointed. I was also surprised that somehow, like, what were we doing that was so important for those three days? Right? How did neither of us see? Guys, there's a site from 2012 that says he has a fan mail address. Granted, this looks like the sketchiest website I've ever been to. I'm down. No problem. <laughs> What's the no address? I'll be right there. You'll be there? You're just gonna wait for him to go to pick up his fan mail? <laughs> Check his P.O. <laughs> box? <laughs> I wish that some... I wish that when Lindsay Lohan had her moments... You know the ones I mean. I'm talking paparazzi pictures with cocaine spilled on her dress or whatever. I wish that in those days she also had a social media... So she could be like, oops. She could tell her side. Yeah. That's definitely a benefit that celebrities get now. All the shit that's happened this year and people that have had to like kind of make things right get an immediate chance to do so. Yeah. Whereas in 2007. It was just whatever people wanted. MySpace was not. Have you seen like paparazzis then? They're so violent and aggressive. Now, there's laws in place, like, especially, I don't know if everywhere, I'm assuming. I know for sure California, I would assume New York has some laws now. There's definitely laws in place now, so that 
that doesn't happen, but they were bad. Like, if you watch those old videos of, like, Lindsay or, like, the ones of Britney are horrific. Princess Diana fucking died. Yeah. R.I.P. JoJo Siwa posted pictures with Paris Hilton somewhat recently. In what context? They're both famous for being themselves. I think JoJo was inside of her JoJo-themed car. Alright. I like it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Paris is the closest thing to what JoJo is right now. Paris refers to herself as a cartoon in the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. JoJo's a cart... It's just... See, Paris grew up, and, like, Paris has said, like, that was my character. It's just... Mm -hmm. I I wonder if JoJo's going to fall... Like, I wonder also, like, what the fuck was the conversation between... A private conversation between Paris and JoJo like? Like, did Paris give her advice? Also, was JoJo, like... Actually, I don't scream every word I say. Because JoJo swears by screaming every word she says, and so does her entire family. Right, but what if they're all? What if JoJo's paying them all off <laughs> to say that? But then, like Paris is like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> like Paris is like, I'm a smart businesswoman. Yeah. Now be honest with me. Um, guys, can we just talk about how I keep bringing up net worths? They always interest me. She's seventeen. Has a net worth of fourteen million dollars. She could literally never work. Jojo, she could stop yeah, what she's her doing now. Company is yep. a billion dollar company. It's is it the company she made? Yeah, it's the Jojo Siwa brand versus the Jojo Siwa person. It says a billion dollars on Pop Buzz and Forbes. A billion dollars for Bose. Also, do you think Paris was like, "Don't ever let someone release a sex tape of you"? Like, that sounds like a joke, but I oh genuinely... God, right? Because it, like, takes all her hard work and just diminishes it. Gwen Stefani told Jojo Siwa, don't ever get naked on TV. Like, you don't have to. I didn't. Hot tips. Wow. Like, I would assume one of... I don't know. Because also, shit, that wasn't her choice. I thought it was interesting that at the beginning of the documentary, her friend was like, Paris is surprisingly normal. Like, everyone thinks that she's... Like, her persona, basically, she likes kind of getting in her cozy clothes, eating leftovers, and does very normal person shit. Totally. Her new catchphrase is sliving, which is slaying and living. Oh, God. Anything else. Why? That's disgusting. That's why JoJo says it in the the video with her. They're like, sliving. Sounds like slither. Like the evil Harry Potter characters. Yep. I have something inside of me that feels really conflicted every time I think about celebrities and like the life that they live, the Paris Hiltons out there, or like I just, none of them seem like they're actually happy. It also seems weird that as a society, I'm sorry, I'm like shitting on pop culture. As a society, we like (laughs) look at these people. I have always told myself, if I ever saw Taylor Swift in a context that allowed me to actually say words to her that she could hear, I wouldn't like freak out. But there are people that actually go into hysterics. And like, I would literally be like, you write really relatable music and I've listened to you for a long time. It's great to meet you. Like, I would legitimately be that calm because it's just a person. It's literally just a person. Right. And I don't understand why people like have all this hype around it. It's strange to me. Because they're gods. 
gods. They're not. Have you considered that they're gods? I'm pretty sure and they not aren't. human people. Have you considered that they're actually sliven? I'm glad that got through to you guys. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're talking to <laughs> two of the biggest nerds. I was recently gifted a James Franco prayer candle. Alexis also owns a celebrity's prayer candle. Why? To light it and pray to it? <laughs> so you can pray to it. Wow. Yeah. Um, prayer candle. Also Catholicism. You think... Just throwing that out there. As normal height as Taylor Swift is... She's not normal height. She's pretty tall. Duncan told me that she's 5'11". I thought she was like 5'8". No, she's. I thought she was 5'10". She's 5'10". Actually, no one knows. Have they tried measuring her without heels? Wait, are they measuring her they with an ask. actual measuring stick or is it a guess? Are they measuring? When she sees a doctor... With her hair pressed down. <laughs> or with a bump it on. Or or with a bump it on. I was legitimately going to say bump it. I really like that one <laughs> both of our minds. It's the only way to get taller. <laughs> Heels and bump it. Her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, is six foot one. Good for him. I thought they were married. No, they're just in love. I low-key think they've secretly gotten eloped over quarantine because they're so in love. It's amazing. I love it. Okay, now listen how you just talked about oh. this person that you said is not godly. She's not. I just adore her. That's okay. Hmm. I would lit- literally, if I had a friend that I was like, like when I have a friend with a great partner that like, obviously I'd all, I only know what like the internet allows me to know. That's true. You just said you secretly think she got eloped. Yeah. eloped. Sounds like a god to me. I'm actually not following your train of thought, Alexis. We've been on the same on the same page for a while. I don't really know what this is. I think the takeaway is if you get put in a boarding school and you hate it, you just got to be as successful as you want to be to stick it to them. And also, with all of the fandoms on the internet now, all the stands have to protect their people. Well, they do. Actually, also... I feel actually conflicted about that. I think actually no celebrity needs to def- defending. People defend violently. Like there have been cases where someone like finds out where they work and they receive like threats. Right. I don't think that anything like that needs to happen, and especially if somebody does something wrong. It's kind of gross when people are like, oh, but he's probably a nice guy. Or like, she's probably not actually that racist. Like it, you don't have to do that. They're, they have power more than you even have. So why are you defending them? But um, as far as like people who create the culture by being part of the American narrative or even a worldwide narrative, like helping them be able to shape their own story as fans, I think is important if you are the type of person who loves celebrities. I think it's cool that she came out with this thing about the school because now there's a movement about schools like this. Yeah, she obviously school, has the like shut I don't down think, now. Please. Last I checked, it wasn't shut down. Um, when there first was noise about it, when she released a documentary, uh, they said that they changed owners a year or two after she left. Owners is not enough. And also, like what they were saying is, 
all of these people who worked at the school would tail off and be like, I'm going to go open my own school and then make another, like, abusive school, basically. Because they learned everything. Provo Canyon School has a big note at the top of their website, and it says, We're aware of the media referencing our school. Please note that it was sold by its previous ownership in August 2000. 2000. Shitty press to get. If they're actually, like, not the same people, they should change the name of their school. If they're actually not, yeah. Substance abuse is handled throughout all facets of our world. Like, it's not handled well, and I don't think, like, incarcerating somebody for having an addiction is smart without rehabilitation. And, like, if there's a high schooler with some sort of substance abuse behavior, like, why would you? I don't know. I just don't think abusing someone further is ever going to cure what they're trying to use as an escape. It just criminalizes it and makes it so that they can never be in society. So that's great. Thanks. Provo Canyon School is committed to the safety of our patient and staff. Provo Canyon School does not use solitary confinement as a form of intervention. Oh, oh, there's also a part of it where she said she would like, they would give people, they would give all the kids like pills and not really like say what they were for. Some of them would say like, this isn't making me feel good and all this stuff. And she would like fake take the pills. Oh. And then she would get caught. And she would, like, try to call home and, like, tell her parents, like, I don't want to be here. But then, like, they would basically be, like, watching them. So she couldn't say anything. So at the end of this story, are Paris Hilton's parents respectable at all? Her parents weren't aware of really what the facility did in full. That's part of why Paris Hilton wants to speak out. Dude, they have they tell her mom on camera that this stuff happened to her That's at the school. That's pretty Her mom had no idea. That's really scary. Um, But it's, okay, obviously these are different levels of horror, but like her being essentially kidnapped in front of her parents with their consent, that already seems pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. How how are her parents not catching some flack for that? I think that they probably are. I know it personally didn't surprise me too much knowing what I know about the value of like saving face as like a rich person i guess is something i kind of already assumed was happening it's insane dude how do you even deal with that 20 years after the fact i think she mostly wanted to focus on like these schools and stuff like that so i i don't know how much flack they're getting for it because she's like never talked about it at all I obviously I haven't seen the rest of this yet. I do plan to watch the rest of it. I haven't seen the rest of it yet, so I don't know the context in which she talks to her mom about this for the first time. But that seems like a pretty right intense thing to come out for the first time to a parent about and have it. Dude, she does. She's not the one who tells her. It's like her mom being interviewed by a producer. I think. Oh, really? I think is it or is it her? Producer tells her. Because I remember her mom like. Looking- yeah, the producer's like, "Did you know that Paris?" Oh my god. Had this shit happen. Not a big focus. Wow. I mean, I think it's wrong, personally, to have your kid kidnapped. But I think at the time, their parents probably actually didn't know what to do with this teenager who was going out in the middle of the night. Or, like, going out to clubs in New York City and, like, getting photos taken of her and stuff. And they cried when it happened. Like, it was, like, an unavoidable unfortunate thing that had to happen yeah good film though yeah yeah 
Yep. Was it worth the time? Yeah. Yep. Did we cover all our talking points? Uh, do people like Carl's Jr. because of Paris Hilton? Uh, why would they? Is she in the advertisement? Yeah, she was the first one who did like. She, she was the first one who did like the sexy. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she's the first one who did the sexy advertisement for Carlos Jr. Oh shit! I've wondered where that started. I have a lot of. It I, got like banned for being too hot. Whoa! Now I want to go eat at Carl's Jr. to answer your question. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, Paris Hilton was the first one in 2005. Fuck Mary Kill. Whom? Um, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I like the look of her face already. Paris Hilton. And Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to marry Paris. Fuck Kim, kill Marilyn. She's already dead. Think I'm gonna marry Kim just because I'm partial. More invested in her family. Yep. Fuck Paris. Kill Monroe. Wish her happy birthday on the way out. (laughs) During the murder. (laughs) I think I created a fuck Mary Carol that is too hard for myself. Are you heavily invested in all these people? <laughs> no, but I don't want to marry or fuck Paris. But then killing her seems like an unnecessary murder when Marilyn's already dead. <laughs> Why don't you want to marry or fuck Paris? Because I definitely don't want to marry Kim. More so, I'm trying to figure out who do I want to marry. And part of me is okay, maybe I marry Marilyn. Now, do I kill Paris, kill Kim, or fuck Paris? I'm gonna fuck Kim and kill Paris. You're gonna kill Paris? I was gonna Sorry. say that's the only wrong answer. The only wrong answer is killing After Paris. this whole episode? Sorry. I wanna see Paris Hilton play the Jesus. What the answer. fuck are we talking about with Shia LaBeouf? I wanna see Paris Hilton play Jesus. to make a podcast for a really 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 long time before I was actually able to and the thing that allowed me to do it was Anchor. Anchor you can edit the podcast, you can record the podcast, you can invite friends to join it all on the Anchor app. So you need a phone or a computer, you can go to the library, log in there if you really needed to, you could use an old iPod touch. It's the most accessible way that I have found to make a podcast because I really thought that you had to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of production equipment and whatever in order to do it. But when I figured out I could use Anchor as a platform to host the podcast, they distribute it for me. Um, You probably already know this if you've ever listened to an episode before or if you have seen the description with the tag that says that I make it on Anchor. 
if you want to do this, if you want to get into it, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app. And I swear it's free. Like, it's it's so easy. It's the easiest, freest, most free way to host a podcast. Hello? 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 Does anyone see Ellen's Halloween costume? Ellen? Oh, no. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen, no. I have not. She was a superhero nurse. She wore the Superman S and the nurse's hat. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to look up a picture of this. That's all. <laughs> that was it? That's what you're recording? <laughs> what did we think it was going to be? People in the um, over ironic superhero costume. AOC was a guess. <laughs> oh, people, they're dragging her for it? I guess. Apparently. I don't know why. Yeah, so people are dragging her after becoming one of this year's biggest yeah. villains. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't wear a superhero symbol on a cape the year that I almost had my show canceled. But, I mean, it was supposed to be like a thank you to nurses, right? Yeah, that's all it is. The intentions were there. (laughs) The intentions were there. She's really had a rough go of it this year. I don't think there's anything she could have worn. No. Yeah, I don't think she did anything wrong. (laughs) No, me neither. She also didn't dress up like coronavirus, which is a bummer. Oh my god! What my if she wouldn't have dressed up? Pumpkin that she made that was like the COVID virus uh, picture. I don't know how to describe that. Um, her dog ate half the pumpkin, like in secret. She came out and found it. Was like, Daddy, oh my god! She was clearly just trying to make the world a better place. I don't blame her one bit. <laughs> What do you think? Do you think people would have been mad at her if she didn't dress up? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think they would have been mad. I think so, too. I think we're just mad at Ellen this year. I really don't. I don't know. Oh, man. So many of the responses are like, nurses treat people well. Oh, God. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No. Old bars. How about dressing up like a decent boss? Maybe she should have done something it. really simple. She should have literally dressed up as like a, a dog. Pumpkin. A pumpkin. <laughs> something M&M. as uncontroversial as it can get. A, a tree. She tried to a do tree. a thank you. Yeah, well. Yeah. Costume is so good, you almost had me fooled. So anyways, that's it. I just wanted to follow up on that. Um, thank you. I didn't yeah, want you to find really out good. before I had a chance to tell you on the podcast. I think it was a good precaution to take. So good job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fools. I gotta go. I'm cold. I gotta get in bed. All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.